Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and this is a part two episode from two weeks ago. Last week, I took a little break to do a follow-up to the Rewriting Your Past episode, and I'm going to complete that episode just by saying that, as always, guys, you don't change anything from your past. You simply rewrite it as the person you are rather than re-experiencing it as the person that you were. Now, today, we're going to talk more about direct experience and how to use this concept to move from an unintentional belief system or thought pattern that doesn't serve you to a more intentional and deliberate belief or thought that you choose because it does serve you. And I want you to remember that a direct experience is a circumstance without thought. So it's kind of like the facts of the facts. You know, they don't require language. When we relate to life, when we relate to the world, when we relate to, you know, other people and ourselves, we think we are relating to the way things are. This is not true. Our relationship is with our thoughts about life, with our thoughts about the world, with our thoughts about other people, with our thoughts about ourselves. We never have a complete understanding of what life is. We only understand a fraction, a sliver, a shadow of its fullness. These exist in our mind as sentences and stories. We mistake our stories about things for the actual things. We mistake our interpretation of things for the actual things. And we start having a relationship with our stories about things instead of having relationships with the actual things themselves. Remember, guys, we don't see the world the way it is. We only see the world the way we are. Now, one of the ways to think about this is in terms of existence. Where does anything exist? Where does existence exist? The cellular, molecular, and atomic matter that we can collectively call energy and the space through which the energy moves, you know, of which we understand even less about, is what exists around us and within us and through us. Our bodies are cellular forms, cellular energy, but we exist in our own brains as a concept. The concept of ourselves exists in our mind. The organism that takes up this space, right, at this time is cellular energy. And the person of me, the identity of me, is a concept that only exists as a thought. So when I asked you about you, you have a concept in your brain about you. You have thoughts about yourself. And when I ask you about me, if I were to say, tell me about me, tell me about Kevin, you would think about your concept of me and tell me all of those thoughts that you have. You would not tell me your direct experience of me. You will not tell me about the direct experience of who I am or what I am. You will only tell me about your thoughts, the stories you tell yourself about who you think I am. You see what I'm saying? You have thoughts about me, and they're all probably amazing, and they're all probably wonderful, which I genuinely, genuinely believe is true, <laughs> that you think I'm a wonderful guy. Even beyond your thoughts about me, there are things that you like about me. There are things that maybe you disagree with me about. 
All of those are your concepts. You have ideas about who I am, about what I stand for, about, you know, how you consider me to maybe be a teacher or, or a coach. Those are all concepts. Those are ways you define me in terms of your own brain. You are having a relationship with me as a thought, as a concept. My brother has a different relationship with me because he has different thoughts about me. Same for my friends, same for my girlfriend, same for my students and all the people in my life. Even when you think about my name, you think about the language of my name, right? There's me and then there's my name. The, these are different things. You understand? Like the word Kevin is a group of letters put together. You know, there's even a sound that goes along with those letters, the sound the word makes. This is not the cellular organism, nor is it the concepts. It's a word. There's me. And then there's the description of me, which is a separate thing. Direct experience is your experience of my voice right now without interpretation, without language. It's just the sound as it vibrates against your eardrums. If we were in the same room, your direct experience of me without interpretation, without language, may be visual. It might be full of lights and colors and distance and shapes and shadows. That is what part one of this two-part episode is all about. So if you didn't listen to that before, I want you to go back to two weeks ago, and understand the difference between the concept of something, the idea of something, the cognition of something versus the actual data, versus the actual energy that's there. And once you understand that, once you get that, and you're able to differentiate between that, the goal is not always to have direct experience without language, because then we would miss our humanness, which is the power of human emotion, the human experience, the emotional experience. What's amazing about being a human being is also what's so awful about being a human being, right? When you think about the animals that don't have language the way we do, they don't suffer emotionally the same way we do. Other sentient beings experience emotion on an instinctual level, not on a cognitive or conscious level. But they also don't experience and create the way we do either, right? They don't have the ability of intention and the power to deliberately determine their purpose and future. That's the power of the human emotion. That's the power of will. That's the power of the alpha state. The reason for me teaching you about direct experience is not so that you can stay there and live there and be happy sitting in meditation, meditating your life away, like in in a park somewhere. That's not the goal at all. I just want you to know that associating and learning the concept of direct experience gives you a a pause. It gives you a little break. It gives you a place to stop and refuel yourself from spending so much energy and time in negative emotion. It gives you a place to rest and land between your present and your future on your way to creating what you want to create. Now, sometimes you can't go from a negative thought to a positive thought because there's such a gap in between the two. They're so far away from each other. In order for you to feel the effect of a positive thought, you have to actually believe that positive thought. What I've taught you guys is that taking a moment to realign yourself with the objective facts of a circumstance will create a separation from the negative emotion. I have taught you this process where the neutral landing space is just objective facts. This concept and that skill is something that I want you to learn as something that is super helpful, that's going to be useful in elevating your alpha. Now check this out. One of the next levels of this work is direct experience without language. Going from a neutral fact based in language is still a thought. And one of the reasons why I'm teaching you this concept is so that you can understand that without words in your brain, you are at peace. 
You're at this neutral place of serenity. You are without judgment. You are without suffering. You are without any emotional pain. And if you can utilize that as a skill by simply releasing language from your mind, releasing language from speaking for a moment, you can find a place of neutrality before you start thinking again, before you move into positive. And basically, you're going to live within a direct experience for a period of time before you can create new thoughts and a new model of alignment for yourself. One of the things that I want to make clear again and remind you how important it is to recognize the steps of this methodology. Because step number one is always going to be recognizing that you are the cause of your emotional pain of your negative emotion. Your thinking is optional and you are choosing to think a thought, whether consciously or unconsciously, that brings you pain. That is your power, brother. That's your that's that's what's happening. You are in control of that. Now, when I teach this concept to people, they either resist it, right? They either resist it, they are creating their thoughts and saying, no, my thoughts are coming from my circumstance or my outside environment, or they immediately want to push away those negative thoughts. You know, when I tell my students, hey, that negative thought is the cause of your pain, most of the time, what they say, I don't want to think it, right? I just want to get rid of it. How do I change this? Give me a new thought, resist, replace, resist, replace. Now, this is fine in the beginning. And this is actually how I teach beginners because in the beginning, feeling the effects of different thoughts is really the first layer of the work. It's like that level one place. It's like when someone comes to the gym for the first time. I just want them to show up and participate. You know, if you've been on the couch for more than six months, movement participation is enough to help you feel better at first. And similarly, just understanding that when you think a different way, you feel a different way can be the most amazing experience. I remember when I first figured that out, it was amazing to me that I could just test my thoughts. Like I could you know, try beers on tap, you know, just test them out. And that I could stop thinking a thought and feel way better and that I could start thinking a thought and feel way worse. That always is the first step. The next thing is really understanding that there is no thought and no feeling that you can't feel without harm. There's no feeling you can't handle. So there's no hurry, right? There's no resistance. There's no urgency that needs to be included in this process. If you feel yourself trying to get to a new thought, trying to find a new way to feel, trying to believe new things so hard and it's just not working, it's probably because you're not willing to be where you are. Now, why is this so important? Why is it so important to embrace and accept where you are? Listen to me. If your thought is, you know, I'm not good enough, which is so common, but if that's your thought, I'm not good enough, and you feel, you know, worthless, when you think that thought, you are immediately trying to push against worthless. And you're believe and you want to believe something about yourself that will feel better because you're seeing the effect of the way you act in the world and the results that you get aren't what you want. You immediately want to get to a place where you're thinking and feeling better. What happens, though, is you push against yourself. You, you push against your present alignment. You push against where you are. You haven't let it go. You haven't released it. It's still there. You're just trying to feel better about it. You're compensating with new thoughts to cover up the old thoughts. Now, this can work, by the way. Like, this does work sometimes. This is a way that will help you, and it's way better than helplessly feeling like you have no control over your mind, right? But it's also not permanent. That's why this methodology from going from a negative space to a neutral space to a positive space is so much more powerful because it requires you to fully release yourself from your current thoughts. And the best way to fully release anything is to own it completely. Check it out. Like Notice when you own something, you have the authority to donate it. You can pass it on. You have the authority to get rid of it. You can throw it away. When you don't own something, when you don't 
actually have it and you just pretend that it isn't there, it's so much difficult to release. Okay, so let's walk through this. You start with a negative, unintentional thought that creates an undesired model of alignment. You recognize it and you become aware of it. Now, the first sign of it is your emotions. You're feeling something uncomfortable. You're feeling something negative. That means that you have a negative model of alignment. Anytime you're having negative emotion or negative mood or you're having negative results in your life, it's because you have a negative model of alignment with the universal truth. So step one is to become aware of that. Step two is to own it, to digest it, to be willing to feel it, to recognize that you're the cause of it for as long as it takes without being in a hurry to change it. The next step is to neutralize it, to find the circumstance and disintegrate the circumstance from your thoughts about it. And the first way to do this is simply to identify the facts of the situation and to recognize that the facts are neutral. Facts don't feel like anything, guys. It's our thoughts, it's our beliefs that give us an emotional response. When you're able to recognize that, when you're really able to see the facts, it becomes neutral. Now let's take it another step. Because the next step, which is what I'm going to teach you now, which is kind of a deeper layer of that, is to let go of all the language associated with the situation and drop into direct experience, to really drop into pure energy, to be with the situation, to be in the event, in the circumstance, without words. No words. No story. There's no risk. There's nothing there. It's just simply releasing. There's no story, no words, no sentences, no judgment. There's no trying to feel better, right? There's just nothing. Once you're in this place, once you've passed through this, once you've been in neutral, then you have the empty canvas and you will know because there will be no negative emotion there. There will be nothing there. You will recognize that the only thing that's ever caused you any pain around the situation is the language. It is the word. It is the thoughts. And when you can get that on the deepest level, it's pure energy. It's pure data. It's just raw information. There's nothing else there. And then from there, you can create a new vision for yourself, a new way of thinking about it. But it's not in order to get rid of the old one. It's not in order to compensate for the old one. It's not in order to push away the old one. It's simply a new way of being. It's a new way of thinking. I'm going to give you an example. We're going to get an example. It's going to be kind of a vague example. You can go back and listen to the, some of the examples in the older episodes if you want to. But I'm going to use a relationship example, and I'm going to make it fairly fairly broad, fairly general, and fairly inclusive. Like, let's say you're angry at someone. Let's say I'm angry at someone, right? Now, the content of my anger is your choice. You can make it whatever you want. And I'm sure you can imagine having a disagreement with someone recently where you thought you were right and they were wrong, right? Just a, that's a ba very basic disagreement. Maybe it has to do with money. Maybe it has to do with religion or politics or social issue of some kind. So in this hypothetical situation, I'm going to be the person who's angry, right? I'm going to be you, like kind of playing this person who's angry. Like just remember to a time where you were angry. And in this process, at this time, I'm frustrated, right? I'm outraged. I'm hurt. I'm aggravated or whatever. I have all this negative emotion. And I have this thought that, look, like this person or these people, they're terrible people. You know, I cannot stand them. And I feel all of those emotions that go along with those thoughts. I feel vengeful and frustrated imagine, and rageful. And I act in a way that's defensive and not kind. And the result, and the result is that not only do I feel that way towards this person, right? Not only have they become terrible people in my brain, but now I'm acting like a terrible person. Now, I'm not saying they are terrible people, right? I'm saying that in my brain, they're terrible people because 
they're not terrible people. They're people. Other people love these people, but I think that they're terrible people. And now I'm acting like a terrible person. So the result is, and what I proved to myself is that there's terrible people in the world because now I'm one. And now I think they are because of the way they're acting and because of the way I'm acting. So the result is always going to prove the initial thought, which is they are terrible or this person is terrible, which means that humans can be terrible. Now, that's my first model of alignment, right? That's where I show up. That's where I am here and now. And I'm looping and looping and looping in that reality I create for myself and I can't find my way out. And I just feel so justified. Right. I don't even want to try to change. I just feel justified. Like this is the way it is. You know, like, you know, this person, he or she, they've done so many things. They've said so many things. They've acted in so many ways that are just so terrible. Right. This person really is a terrible person in my mind. But the more terrible I think they are, the more terrible I act and the more terrible there is in my life and in the world. Right. The more terrible I feel, the more people around me feel this and the more probably the person that I'm thinking about probably feels this and clearly feels this way. So I want to get to a place where I can pass through that neutral situation to get to the raw data. But there's so much drama here, right? There's so much defensiveness. There's so much resistance. So if I try to go to a new thought, if I try to go to a new model of alignment, I'm going to think something like it's all going to be okay, right? This is all part of the process. Things are the way they are. People can act the way they choose. You know, I'm going to get through this. And let's say all those thoughts that I just keep trying to think and believe. But notice that they're all in defense of my current model. They're all trying to compensate for my current model, which is I think I'm not at fault, right? That terrible people actually exist outside of my judgment about them, which I don't recognize owning or having authority over. I'm just trying to feel better about my current model of alignment. Now, when I pass into and through direct experience, I have to get to the point where I recognize that this situation without my added language is neutral, is nothing, is pure energy and raw data. What I do is I see this person in my mind's eye and I see myself and I don't add any language to it. No sentences. I don't add any words to it. I don't add any interpretation or judgment or anything because I can't use words. I can't even use the word human. I can't even use the word person, right? I just have to get to the direct experience of this other entity, this cellular being, but I can't even use that word. But I'm identifying with this direct experience and I'm breathing into that space that we share, me and this being without language. There's only light and love and oneness and unity. Who are you in relation to this person if there are no words, if there is no language, if there are no sentences? It's a very important mind management process. It's also intellectual and psychological because you have to notice and release your cognition. You have to notice and release your thoughts. You have to notice and release these words as they come into your mind. Now, listen, your brain's not going to like this. Your brain's going to be mad about this because your brain likes words. Your brain loves to think that's what it does for you. And you know what? You can tell your brain you're going to check back in with it later. You know, you're going to get back to it after you pass through this direct experience. Now, what you will notice when you're in direct experience is that you are the cause of it all. Because when you let go of words, the words you've chosen to think, the sentences that you've chosen to think, there's nothing there to upset you. Nothing. It all just is. It's the most interesting and fascinating place to be. You can breathe it in as a direct experience and you can feel the sensations of human experience of being alive without words. It becomes fun and funny and almost laughable because really consider it all. What is all of this, brother? What is my life? What is your life? 
Not life as an experience of data and energy. I mean life as a concept. What is the identity of life? What is reality? This is all just made up. These are all just stories. Now, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's all pointless and it's all in our heads. Just the opposite, in fact. There is no greater point I want to make to you other than that it is all in our heads. That's the paradox of the alpha state. That's how we live the human experience. We interpret and make things mean things that we use language to communicate. And that's all beautiful and amazing until it's not. Until we have a problem that we think we can't solve. And the real problem is that we made up the problem to begin with. There is no spoon, my brothers. And so the problem that we have, the problem that we run into as humans is we forget that we're making it all up. We forget that it's all just words placed on experience that we think mean something. When we pass through direct experience, we just remind ourselves that this is all made up. This is all just subtitles that we've added to a silent movie. And the subtitles aren't even real. They're just sentences that we've written in there. It's like that old show. I don't know if you guys remember the Mystery Science Theater 3000, right? Where we aren't experiencing the movie. We're experiencing our commentary of the movie. And when we go into neutral, into that raw, pure data, it gives us this amazing sort of laughable, sort of joyful, blissful separation. And you'll feel like the true reality what it, of what it means to be human to flood back into you. And you'll realize how much you've been pushing it away with all of your words and language. And what that does is it allows you to pass through direct experience. We get a relief into pure wholeness and pure worthiness. Now, here's what that feels like, because we're not putting words around it, right? What you recognize in that moment is that you are whole and you are complete and you are worthy. And so is everyone else. Without language, that's the only truth that's left. And you don't even think it, brother. You just experience it. You're not better than this person, you know, this other person that you have this disagreement with. And they aren't better than you. This person is not any less worthy than you. It doesn't even matter what they was, what they did or what they said, you know, because without words, it's nothing. It's a movement of cellular activity. It's a, it's, a, it's a colliding of atomic activity, of energy. And we get this relief into that, and it's pure circumstance. It's pure worthiness. You're experiencing being alive with your body without language for a minute, for an hour. You know, sometimes you want to experience for a day around the situation or for longer until you can make yourself fully neutral. And I think full neutrality is an incredible healing process. Healing is recognizing the truth and aligning yourself with that truth. It's experiencing the world without language. It's the direct experience of other people of being alive without our language interfering with that experience. You guys know I love The Matrix. You know that it's my favorite movie. I've already made two references to that movie in this podcast episode alone. But check this out. You're plugged into the matrix. You're getting all these thoughts from the matrix that is making you think you're alive, that is making you think you're having this wonderful life. And when you are unplugged from the matrix, all that story disappears. And at first, it can be super shocking to recognize that you're not even having experience of the world, <laughs> right? You're having an interpretation of the world. You're having a series of electrical signals interpreted by your brain. You're not even having experience of another person. You're just having a story about the other person created by a group of cells in your brain no bigger than the size of a peanut. You're just having thoughts about another person. That's it. Now, this may make you a little bit nuts for a second. This might blow your mind. You might be tripping out for the first few times you try this. But when you recognize that this is true, 
not only can you get relief from your negative stories, but you can start telling yourself stories that you want to live. If your life is about how you think and interpret the world, you want to script that story better than you have been. And you want to pass through direct experience to recognize the blank canvas that you have to create upon. You've released into neutral so you don't even have to take any of the old with you. So let's get back to our disagreement example. You remember that person who disagrees with you, right? Earlier in the podcast, this episode, there is that person who disagrees with you, that person who does or doesn't wear their mask, right? That person who does or doesn't vote for the incumbent, that person who has a thought about the world that is different than your thought, and you've mistaken your thought for a fact, and it's creating anger within you. You think this person is a terrible person. Do you remember that example? Now, in that example, I'll go to the place where I recognize all that stuff without words, there's just pureness. There's just data and energy between us, right? There's just worthiness. There's just wholeness. There's just humanness. There's the humanness between all of us humans. There's this space and you get to breathe into that and you can stop being mad and you can stop being hurt and you can stop being frustrated. And when you find that moment that is free of the language and that you can just get to be in that space, then everything relaxes. Your grip on everything relaxes. At that moment, you can decide what you want your relationship with this circumstance to be. You can decide what you want your relationship with this person to be. You are free from all the thoughts and all the feelings that you have been creating, and you can rewrite that script, not from the place and as the person that thinks all this is very negative and that you have to find positivity from it, but from the place and as the person who has, who is in that direct experience, who's in that alpha state. And sometimes, like I said, it can be very quick that you do that. And sometimes it takes a long, a long time. It could take, you know, days or weeks. But what makes it so amazing to pass through direct experience is that you start living in a conscious way where you are the cause of everything that's happening in your life instead of being at the effect of pre-programmed conditioning and other people's opinions. Instead of believing that the story is reality, you start recognizing that without words, there is no reality that you're not literally making up with your own language, with your own story. There is no positive, brother. There is no negative. Nothing means anything when you pass through direct energy and raw data. You leave your mind out of it as long as it takes to have that neutral reset. What is will be what is because there is no word to make it any otherwise. This is what people do when they try to meditate. They breathe in and let go of thought. And most of us find this super challenging to let go of thinking. But I have found it to be much more accessible when I think about it as releasing myself from language, releasing myself from these words, releasing myself from any meaning for just a minute. You make this conscious decision to breathe in and decide what you want this situation to be because you get to write the story. You don't have to take this bad situation and make it better. You completely release it and transform it. You create it brand new. You've given yourself the blank canvas instead of trying to paint over an old creation. What is this experience going to be like without language? What is the possibility of what this experience could be if I had all possibility possible to me? And then what language do I want to put to it? moving forward to serve me and the world and to create the feelings and actions and results that I deliberately want to create. I get to start from the beginning, 
from scratch from that blank slate space. Now, notice nothing changes with the other person. The other person is not going to change, right? They're not going to change the way they vote, and they're not going to change their views, and they're not going to change their beliefs, and they don't need to. Because when you enter into direct experience via your alpha state, you see the truth of who they are instead of with the bias of who you are from your beta condition. And then you rewrite the brand new script. Now, when you write the brand new script and you step into it, if it doesn't work, if it's not believable, you have to go back and pass through that direct experience again and as many times as it takes until you can write the script the way you want it. Now, if you guys have listened to a few of my podcasts and have some understanding of what I teach, I advise my students, I offer them, that as one human to another, at some point you may be able to get where you love this person, even if they're a stranger or someone you've just met. Now, wouldn't it be great if you love someone you didn't know and had a disagreement with? Would that be great? Wouldn't it be great? It would feel so much better for you than hating them. Why do we hate people, right? We hate people because we've given them all of our power and made them the one responsible for how we feel, right? This person is acting this way. You know, and because of their behavior, that's why you're giving them complete power over how you feel and all your negative emotion. You're giving them credit for your feelings. Now, you can think and feel and do whatever you want. That is always what I teach, and I help empower my students to believe that and live in alignment with that power. I choose love and confidence for myself and love for other people. I choose to feel love. Loving unconditionally is one of the most selfish things you can do. It just feels amazing all the time. And whenever I feel any kind of hate or frustration at someone, I always know that I'm giving my power away. I always know that I'm justifying pain. I'm justifying my own suffering. And for what? For what purpose? It doesn't serve me anything. When you are in direct experience, when you are taking that moment within neutral, you're releasing the entire model of alignment. There's no words. There's no control, no fixing, no talking, no understanding. You're simply letting go of each word to describe, explain, understand, or fix. What's it like to be where you are without words right now? You want to stay in direct experience for as long as you can. Just keep releasing the words. Just keep releasing the words. Keep releasing. Just let all the letters go. <laughs> if you know two languages, then you're going to have to release, you know, in the other language as well. You know, all that language, all that thought, all that judgment, all that subjectivity. The more negative habitual language you have, the more challenging it will be for you to get to that place of pure data. You simply feel and see the thoughts with curiosity and release the words over and over. Now, this is a skill that I teach in the academy, and we practice it a lot, but I've given you enough to understand how to do it. I don't want you to use confusion or frustration as a reason not to do this. Like many of you like to buffer. Many of you use an escape to avoid this, but this is your alternative. You feel your negative emotion, and then you release all the words causing it. You move into feeling long enough to find the words causing it, and then you let the sentences go. You just let the words go. The words causing the pain and the suffering are the source. When you have no words, you have no emotional pain. You're having a direct experience. And when you're there long enough, you will then move into what you want to write for your story, what you want your new model of alignment to be. And it will feel 
like a purification. It feels like there is no limit to what you can choose to think. Instead of trying to do a, a thought ladder, instead of trying to just feel a little bit better, when you're able to pass through that direct experience and remove yourself from the matrix, you can pick any thought you want and decide to believe it. Having a direct experience is the fastest way to get to the highest level of thought that is available to you. And that is where you are in your alpha state. Now remember, brothers, first, you have to be aware enough to find the feelings and the thoughts. Second, you have to be fearless enough to process and feel the negative thoughts, allow those emotions. And then finally, you have to be willing to let go of all the words so that you're not attached to any of the sentences. Remove all your attachment to the sentences, to the opinions, to the judgments, and just be present with the situation without the words. Have that direct experience and recognize the wholeness and the pureness and the worthiness that is there with everything and everyone involved. You will notice the perfection in this moment. And from there, you get to choose whatever you want. You get to live into whatever you want. Your life is not what's in the world. Your life is how you interpret the world. So you might as well do it deliberately, brothers. You might as well create the world that you want to live in because you're already doing it. And that's what I have for you today. It's time for you to start developing these skills as they apply to your life at an even faster rate. Go to thealphamalecoach.com and enroll in the Spartan Academy. Enrollment is open and we have a place for you to learn all these skills and start living into your life as an intentional, deliberate creator. Until next week, my friends, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.